Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. My sister became my father's power of attorney, took a reverse mortgage, and drained his equity. What can I do? The seventh edition of Dan Holtquist's Understanding Reverse released. And when paying off your mortgage isn't necessarily a given. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of January 11th, 2021. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome back and thank you for joining us. In reflecting on the last week, I've come up with a great idea for a New Year's resolution for our nation, and it's this. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now on to our first story. My sister became my father's power of attorney, took out a reverse mortgage, and then drained his equity. What can I do? A recent letter in Market Watch to the moneyist sounds much like a Jerry Springer episode, except it's sad. And it really should serve as a reminder that the vast majority of financial abuse and reverse mortgage manipulation actually comes from family members. You guessed it, not loan officers and most certainly not financial professionals. I'm going to read you a few excerpts. Dear Moneyist, my father was always fair, but a bit of a pushover. He had a great career as a computer engineer, was retired, divorced my mom, lived alone in his home, and then developed dementia 10 years ago. My sister made herself his power of attorney without consulting me or my brother. I didn't find out until I did a public record search on his property three years ago after the dementia diagnosis. She also signed a reverse mortgage on his property. I was stunned. I talked to my dad and he said he did not do this. And folks, even to make things worse, she says that her father's lawyer says he's not going to do anything because he represents the sister. So the money says this, the time is to act now. There's something fishy about your father-in-law's reluctance to take any of your concerns seriously. It's time to hire another lawyer, contact your father's bank, file a petition with a probate court to replace her as the executor. Your father's bank accounts may be empty, but I would freeze them and any other retirement and life insurance policies as well. Just another example that most of the abuse that we see and misuse of reverse mortgage proceeds, I've seen it myself, comes from the family members. A recent column in the Washington Post by Justin Pierce caught my attention, not so much that it's focused on reverse mortgage. In fact, there's only a passing few sentences saying once he looked into one for his parents, he said no. But as to his thoughts when it comes to the idea of whether one should pay off their mortgage or not, he writes, most of us were programmed from an early age to believe that success is to have a good job and being debt free. Debt is a bad word to many people. Debt, however, he writes, is a powerful tool in growing your wealth. Granted, it's like fire, and if you don't control it, you can get severely burned. Then he leads what I feel is his most salient point. He said, I am involved in many situations where people find themselves in financial trouble and all their net worth is tied up in their home. If you're in financial trouble, no lender will lend you money, or if they do, the terms will be painful. In these cases, years of hard work can be wiped out and much of your home equity squandered in either a hasty sale or a disadvantageous home refinance. Another point made is the incredible cheap cost of borrowing money with a 30-year mortgage being at an average of just below 3%. 
He writes, don't pay off your home just for bragging rights or just because you can. Pay off your home only if it makes the most financial sense. If you're considering making extra payments to your mortgage or paying it off, ensure you do these things first. And you list paying off credit cards or lines of credit, paying off vehicles and setting up a vehicle fund, building up savings of at least six months of expenses, and a cash reserve. So paying off a mortgage is not necessarily bad, but perhaps having all your equity tied up in the bricks and the mortar of the home needs to be re-examined. The seventh edition of Dan Holtquist's Understanding Reverse has been released. Reverse Mortgage Daily says it includes approximately 70 changes on topics including the updated home equity conversion mortgage lending limit, a new chapter related to income requirements and updated language reflecting a broader range of interest rate indices. And Holtquist said, while there were not many regulatory changes needed, References related to rates and rate indices had to be updated. Instead of referring to the LIBOR index, we now use more general language such as the movements of a published index. In this way, the reader will not be confused by CMT-based products or even SOFR rates in the future, said Hulkquist to Reverse Mortgage Daily. One lender noted that giving out copies of his book to as many as 100 referral partners would be a worthwhile investment even if only one lead was generated, said Hulkquist. And in last year, the 2020 edition of the book was actually the first reverse mortgage title to appear on Amazon's audiobook platform, Audible, which I am a big fan of. So congratulations, Dan, on your most updated version. And folks, you might want to check that out. I think it's a great asset and a tool, not only for the homeowner, but especially for financial and real estate professionals. Thank you and congratulations. You've just listened to the nation's only weekly podcast, Heckam World Weekly. If you're not there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com because that's where you can find this week's most recent edition of the Industry Leader Update, looking at the most common mistakes that reverse mortgage borrowers make. Again, thank you for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news.